guys. Welcome back to the H2B podcast. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Thanks for uh, subscribing. If this is your first time coming around these parts, my name is Tanner, your host. Yeah, welcome. Thanks for tuning in. And again, if this is your first episode, make sure you go like, subscribe, share us around, all that good stuff. Got a good episode for you here. It's uh, We're coming off a pretty good weekend, I guess. It was a little chilly, a little chilly. Hopefully some people maybe got some snow. And uh, at least up towards the Chattanooga area and the Nashville area and some place around those parts, got some snow. That was pretty neat. Yeah, the time also rolled back. We're officially, I guess, according to the time, the time lords, I guess, we uh, are in spring now. We sprung forward officially and into daylight savings time or out of daylight savings time. I don't know which is which. I don't know why we do daylight savings time. And uh, that's not why we're here today. I'm not here to tell you why we do daylight savings time, because quite frankly, I think it's kind of dumb. And uh, yeah, I guess people in the Senate think it's dumb, too. They've uh, the Senate passed a bill, the Suns, the Sunshine Protection Act. And uh, the bill would it still needs to go to the House and pass by that. And then needs to hit the president's desk to become a law, you know, just a bill on Capitol Hill, all that good stuff. But yeah. The bill aims to completely end daylight savings time nationwide. And uh, I don't know. I feel like we've got some bigger fish to fry in Washington right now, but I can't say that I hate this idea. If memory serves me correctly, see, it was brought up by Marco Rubio. And if memory serves me correctly, I think he brings this up every few years or so or every once in a while. But either way, it looks like it finally got through. So, yeah, hopefully we don't have to worry about this. And uh, quite frankly, I've never understood it, to be honest. Like, I understand, like, wanting more hours in the day, don't we all? But, I mean, just because it's dark out, I mean, I get it, too. If you're a farmer, you depend on the day, but just get up early. Like, at that point, what is a clock if not just a measurement, the time passing in the day? Like if you want to work in the daylight, then just get up earlier and work in the daylight, I guess. I don't I don't know. Either way, we're not here to discuss daylight savings time. Told myself I wouldn't do that. So we're not going to do that. But uh, yeah, it's a little little gloomy today. You know, up on recording this, it's a little gloomy, a little rainy, but it's looking like the weekend's going to clear off pretty nice. And that's exciting. A nice, uh, yeah, potentially a nice 71 on Monday with it creeping up into the 70s or I guess high 60s over the weekend, and it's going to be sunny. So it is going to rain Friday, though, so hang in there for that. But it's a good weekend to get out and do shit. So that's exciting. So this past weekend, I got out and actually got a chance to see the Batman. That new movie, you know, the Batman. Yeah, I got a chance to go out and see that. I'm uh, not going to spoil anything for you guys if you've not seen it, but I do highly suggest, you know, if you're a person that likes to make good life decisions, you know, you pride yourself on being a success story. You like to tell people you make good decisions, then go see the Batman. This movie was amazing. I don't know how they did it. Going into it, I was excited and it exceeded all of my expectations. And I'm a big fan of Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy with, uh, Christian Bale as Bruce Wayne and Batman. The Dark Knight is up there like among my favorite movies, period. And somehow I think this is a better Batman movie than The Dark Knight, which I know that's a uh, that's a bold statement to make there, Cotton. 
It was a fantastic movie. Go see it. I don't want to talk about it anymore because I don't want to spoil anything. And it is a little long. So maybe don't get that extra large soda uh, at the uh, concession stand. But the movie's fantastic. It's uh, very similar. If you're a fan of like a detective story like Seven or The Zodiac Killer. Uh, what was that movie that came out a couple of years ago with Mark Ruffalo, Robert Downey Jr.? I think it came out in 2007 or 8. Oh, duh. It was just called Zodiac. Yeah. Real uh, stretch there, Tanner. You know, work a little harder. So anyway, great movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, good movie experience too. Wasn't super crowded. Who knew that on Tuesdays are the deal days? So go go check it out. Great movie. Again, I don't want to talk about it anymore because I, quite frankly, I don't want to spoil anything. You know, it's sad that uh, I guess you could go do that Friday. It's going to be rainy on Friday. Go see the new Batman movie. It rains in that whole movie anyway. Go see that. It's a great movie. I can't stress that enough. I'm like still reeling from it. I went and saw it. And uh, yeah, we've got a review coming out. I did on another podcast where we do kind of a deep dive on it. And man, that was just a phenomenal movie. I'm really excited about the potential for what's to come and the sequels and the HBO shows and things like that, that they're going to be coming out, you know, in this same, I don't know what to call it, this Gotham universe here. It's exciting. I'm into it. Anyway, moving on, let's talk about what I really wanted to talk about today for this week's episode of the H2B podcast. And that is, uh, I kind of wanted to draw some lines in the sand of, you know, I've had some people ask me questions about, you know, they want to produce content uh, of their own, but they're not sure like where to start or what kind of content they even want to produce. They may want to produce a streaming show, but they think they want to do a podcast or they may want to do a podcast and they're actually wanting to do a streaming show. Maybe they're wanting to vlog, but what they think they want is a podcast, so on and so forth. Then, uh, you know, and I understand maybe sometimes I even take it for granted as uh, well versed in the media world. So it's like I don't think about other people being uninitiated in that arena and not necessarily knowing what's what. So I wanted to try to clear the air on some of that. And so if you're listening to this and you're a person that's been wanting to make your own YouTube content or maybe make your own podcast or, uh, you know, anything like that, hopefully this will help clear a little smoke and at least point you in a direction what you might want to create. You don't know. I guess start off. I guess we'll just start off here. You know, if you're looking to make some sort of content or you have this itch to make some sort of content where that, that just is for professional reasons or personal reasons or you're just looking at a new hobby or anything like that, sort of think what it is you want to do. I mean, where do you just want to talk? Do you want to demonstrate something? Is this uh, kind of a vanity project of you just kind of want to put yourself out there and see if you can garner this cult of personality? And uh, again, there's nothing wrong with any of those, but it's good for you to be a little self-aware and realize like, okay, this is what I want to do and this is how I should do it. Because, you know, it doesn't, what you want to do is not always dictated by the limits of your technology and things like that. But I don't know, it's a give and take sort of relationship between these things. So depending on what you want to do. So let's say, I don't know, let's say you wanted a, you're a musician. You want to host a musician's podcast. You're like, yeah, you know, I'd like to, I'm a musician. So I want to 
host a podcast where I get other musicians on. And we talk about the quality of different instruments. Okay. Well, are you going to get guests on to do that? Okay. Well, you need to be thinking about, you know, how are you going to book your guests and all that sort of sort of jazz. So once you get that sort of nailed down, start planning out these episodes. You know, you should have your guests planned out and possibly even recorded up to two weeks in advance even. And so then maybe, maybe you just want it to be you. You just want to talk about instruments. You want to review instruments. You want to review, uh, I don't know, gear, like different cables, different pedals, things like that. Then in that case, a vlog might be more apt. And just to set some, I don't know, I guess just to set some definitions out here for you is so a podcast is generally a long form. It doesn't have to be long form. You know, I, I try to rein these in, keep them in under 30 minutes. And then I listen to others that can go on for three hours. But it tends to be a longer form piece of content. It tends to be audio only. The Even the term itself or podcast comes from iPod, which was initially at the time of its uh, inception, the term's inception, it was an audio only platform. Then you've got a vlog. A vlog is... I would think of it as a, uh, it can certainly supplement if you're doing a podcast, you can use a vlog to supplement your podcast content or vice versa. Use the podcast to supplement your vlog content, but they are not interchangeable and they are not the same. I would tend to, a vlog can be long form, but I would consider a vlog to be a bit more of an edited piece of content. It's uh, more demonstrative rather than listening experience that you join in on, so to speak. I would look at a podcast and think, okay, this is more of an experience of let's sit down together and see what we learn, where I would look at a vlog in the sense of, hey, let me show you what you need to learn. I think that's a good way of deciphering the two of those. And then you've got a streaming show and a streaming show is an entirely different beast And it can be as complicated or as simple as you want to make it. And it can also be a podcast. You can stream your podcast. And there's plenty of people that do this. I've noticed even on Twitch, there is a, uh, which is a popular streaming site that kind of started mainly for video game streaming, but it's slowly progressing into uh, what I think, honestly, I think it's going to overtake YouTube eventually. And it's going to do for live streaming, what YouTube was able to do for edited videos. But yeah, I see people on Twitch, you know, there's like local radio stations that do live streams from Twitch and it's literally just them. They've got their audio feed from the radio station plugged into the Twitch feed. And then they've got just a camera posted up in the corner of their studio. And it's just kind of, you can tune in when they're recording and hear the radio show. But if you want that visual element, it's there. And then there's other people that get on there and they will, uh, you know, they talk about sports, they talk about all sorts of things. And they can also, uh, you can use it as a demonstrative sort of thing too. Like you can get on there and you can demonstrate how to do something or have a, uh, a repartee with your viewer base on there with, you know, comments and things like that, bring in other people, debate them, so on and so forth. But yeah, it does. Uh, when you start streaming, that is when you get into the weeds a little bit on the technology as you need a little bit more advanced technology to do that. You need a computer that can handle the encoding, things like that. So I advise people out of the gate, stick to uh, don't try to go live. 
out of the gate. It's a little bit of a struggle just in the sense of, you know, you've already got a good number of plates up in the air. You're spinning around. Why do that on a stage in front of the world? Dial in your show, then go live. Because once you introduce live components in a live streaming situation, A, you've got a bunch of variables you're juggling just on the technical side, but also on the talent side. If, you, uh, if you're not a great communicator or you're not necessarily great at thinking off your cuff and uh, sort of improving, I would not advise you to step into the whitewater of internet live streaming that can go south really quick, really easily. And, uh, if that is something you want to do down the road, think of what you want your show to be dial in your podcast, get the audio good. Everything's always scalable in both ways. You can scale up, you can scale down. I know with my own personal podcast, brew chat, we have, uh, we've scaled it up and down a number of times. A number of times we've done live streaming. I think we've done live streaming multiple times. And for us personally, we just don't think the live streaming aspect of the brew chat podcast, you know, just saying this, for example, we don't think the live streaming aspect of the brew chat podcast is necessarily we, we just don't think that juice is worth the squeeze. Like I said, like you've got a lot of balls in the air you're juggling. You're not going to be perfect every time. There's going to be things go awry. You're trying to catch lightning in a bottle, so to speak. And uh, yeah, it, it started to become a little more work. So like we'll live stream stuff occasionally. You know, we like getting together, having a good time, having a good conversation. Yeah, it, it just made a bit more work of it. The juice was not worth the squeeze to us. We've also tried shooting vlogs. I think the vlogs work great as supplementary content. And we'll do those occasionally and, you know, whatnot. But we like being... Our scope is that we like being an audio podcast. We might have some video content here and there, but it's to supplement the podcast. So you need to figure that out with your show is exactly what, what is it you want to, what is it you want to do? If you want it to be video content, then do that. If you want it to be a podcast, do that. Get out there, grab a camera, grab a mic, just try it out. It's not going to be perfect the first time and you can get really held up in this like paralyzation of analyzation, trying to figure out like, oh, well, I need to order gear. I need to do this. Just use your phone, try it out, record something and just see where it goes. That's the best way I would advise anybody to get into it is just uh, you don't need perfect gear. And if like that is something you want and you want to have good microphones and stuff to try it out, come on by H2P. We'll be glad to have you. We've got hourly rates. You can come in there. We've got a, uh, some programs too, where you can come in, you can try it out and just see if podcasting is a thing for you. Worst case scenario, you spend a little money to learn that you don't like it. And I think that's pretty uh, valuable, but I don't think you won't like it. It's fun. I enjoy it. It's uh, I mean, even my own personal show, Brew Chat, when we take weeks off, we'll take a month off periodically just to kind of take a breather. It feels weird not doing it. It really, really does. But anyway. Yeah, so just talking about streaming, vlogging, podcasting, things like that. It's just uh, going into it. It's it's good to think, you know, what is it exactly you want to do? You know, if you want to interview people, 
a podcast is probably a good place to start. And like I said, everything's scalable. So if you start doing an audio only podcast, 20, 30, 40, 50, a thousand episodes in, you decide, huh? Okay. I've been doing this. It's time. Let's take this up a notch. Let's try video. Do video. Like I said, everything is scalable. Try video. If it ends up being a bit much, scale it back to audio only. And something that I like to do personally is I like, if I'm shooting video content, you know, we've got the podcast that tends to come out weekly is I like shooting supplementary video content, but I will broadcast that content live on a live stream. So it's playing pre-recorded content live. So that allows me to interact with the audience in real time while they're consuming said content. So I don't know, just a tip there. I like doing that. Yeah. Neil say, I'm, I just, you know, a lot of people asking like, well, do I want a podcast? Do I want a live stream? Do I want this? Think about what it is that you want. And then think about the technical side of it. And it's like, I don't want to give you too much to think about it. I want people to focus on creating good content and stuff they're proud of. So just go do it. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say, people. I'm going to wrap it up on that note. I'm going to wrap that up on that note. But to remind you, yeah, this is the H2B podcast. And if you're looking to create your own podcast and uh, you don't necessarily have the gumption or the wherewithal or even the time, you know, we're all busy these days to necessarily get into the weeds on the technical specifications there. And you're looking for a good, clean sound then come on by H2B. You can go to h2bcreative.com or h2bpodcast.com. Book some studio time or email me and I'll be glad to answer your questions. And uh, yeah, see where it goes from there. Let's try it out. Get on down to uh, H2B and let's uh, make some cool stuff with you. Till next time, guys. This has been the H2B Podcast. <laughs>